Yay! So today we're recording another episode of Becoming Cosmically You podcast. And I'm really excited to speak to Peter because he talks a lot about the Matrix and escaping it. So I'm really, really interested to hear about what you've got to share, Peter. So um, over to you. Let our readers and listeners and watchers know where you come from and, and what you do. Okay. My background is in business. Uh, now it would be called family offices. Uh, when I started, it was called private banking. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of my profession, I used to work with a lot of people. And uh, because we invested in a lot of companies, uh, I had to solve a lot of problems of that companies. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was really important that I found only after more than two decades in business is that People or companies do not have any problem or issues. It's always up to people. They have some unresolved problems or trauma from the childhood or past lives or however you want to call it. And this all influences their business, how they perceive things, how they perceive their environment, how they try to solve their problems, how they make money, and if there's uh, any money left on the end of the year. And uh, the bottom line was uh, something I was in charge of as a treasurer. So all this led me into more energetic fields. And uh, I've studied money as an energy flow, money as information, money as cult, money as um, habits, all this stuff uh, was uh, very intriguing to me. So I, I used a lot of time uh, to come to, to the senses. So to come to the conclusion that enables me to live with it and uh, to use it to my advantage. Yay, that's what we want, don't we? I think money gets a lot of bad stigma out there, especially within our kind of industry, within like the spiritual niche, I think. There's a lot of people that believe that like money is bad and evil and, you know, the people that have it have somehow done things wrong. But money is just an energy, isn't it? It's a resource. It's yes. A... <laughs> what maybe I would like to um, say is there is also evil money and that there is also money that is used for evil. But mm. majority of people use money for good cause and we should encourage them to get more money. Mm. And to, be, to, to have better flow of money, because if we believe that money is energy, we need to provide uh, not just energy storage, like a battery, but we need to provide uh, energy flow. And I, I think that is extremely important and that money per se is not bad, even more. When money was deli- uh, developed, our civilization went to a really higher level with that. And... Uh, we, we we could we could develop much faster and people that have a lot of money because our environment also shapes us and they can shape the environment with money uh that helps them uh get fast uh in their uh let's say evolution towards nirvana if you like or to, towards ascension so uh going to meet with the master on other place uh, or other side of the world, also requires some money and some traveling. So money is not inherently evil. Mm. 
Mm, I agree. I we always say like money ha in the right hands is really very powerful, and I think there's so many um, exceptional people doing exceptional work in the world. You know, really good people doing amazing work, like healers and all the things, and yet some of them just aren't charging what they're worth. Um, they aren't receiving the money. You know, I don't know what you see in your in your kind of field, but yeah. How much you charge is more up to your um, per personal uh, value, how you how much you value yourself. So mm -hmm. if you believe you're inadequate, you will not be able to charge a lot. And <laughs> I do believe that healers have often problems with they don't value themselves enough. Uh, they are they're not just modest, but uh, they underappreciate themselves mm -hmm. and they do not understand their influence in the environment and uh, in the society that they have. So they tend to charge less and uh, say, okay, I'm modest. I don't need a lot. Uh, I have everything. And of course, we all have everything we need for the life that we're living now. However, if our influence is great, we should all also um, allow ourselves to indulge in certain things like nice cars, nice, nice houses, nice travels, and um, all, all, all this. And uh, it's important to understand that we are just part of the matrix product. Mm. I, do not, I do not agree that we are part of the matrix. We are a matrix and there are other matrices next to us. One of the metrics is our environment. Uh, another metrics are people that surrounds us and so on. So it's important that we understand that we are one matrix and that we can shape our metrics. And by shaping our metrics, the metrics product can often be what we desire. Mm -hmm. And the outcome, uh, so we can always in influence outcome to better or for worse. Mm. Yeah, I love that because I that's what I always tell people as well because I think there's a lot of people out there that blame the system. You know, they blame the system that, you know, we have to work nine to five and we don't get time any off. But I'm like, well, why don't you make changes then? You know, it's it's up to you, right? We've all on some level made lots of uh, uh, ways this in our generation to escape what our parents did, you know, what our parents signed up for and we're breaking the mold. And so I'm, I'm really excited for like my children's generation, like what they're going to create here because my six-year-old will literally take on the world like she does now you know so I'm excited for these future generations coming through and coming through with parents who are leading them who've done the trauma work and are leading them yeah I, I think our generation so the generation x was all about changing the world by changing uh, our outside uh, society outside environment and everything uh, the newer generation um, have huge opportunity because now we understand that you have to change yourself if you want to change your environment. And you mm. start working on yourself and then the environment will change. Yeah, beautiful. What um, Explain to our listeners like some of the things that you've been involved in to really shift and change your environment and maybe where you originally came from, if you've got like a, a backstory to that. Yeah. So uh, I come from Italian family that uh, was uh, the, uh, 
that, that, that was really shaped but by outside circumstances because mm -hmm. on the same piece of land in the same house in 100 years uh, there are four different uh, countries that uh, we, we used to live in. It was wow. um, Austrian Empire, then it was uh, Italy, then it was uh, Yugoslavia, and now in Slovenia. So my my I, I still have properties there. Yeah. And uh, people are completely confused. They're not like in UK where it's um, like, since the Roman Empire, we know uh, who's who. And uh, we have one king and okay, we had some uh, battles with France and uh, we, we might uh, lost some uh, properties overseas, but uh, in the continental uh, part of or England, not continent, sorry, on the island, everything um, it's more or less the same uh, for hundreds of years. So uh, the, our story is, uh, so our Outside circumstances um, in in UK are much different. We have much more stability than, for example, Central and Eastern Europe. There, things change every thirty years, fifty years. Everything changes. The system changes. The, the country changes. Mm. <laughs> How we perceive things. So uh, th that shaped me a lot. And the first, uh, let's say, education was uh, okay, but. Uh, after I started my professional career, because I started uh, working in, in business immediately, I, I never had a job. I was always uh, independent because my family uh, is entrepreneurial and uh, we were all encouraged to be entrepreneurs. So we don't wow, need to have a job. Wow, that's very cool. I love yeah. that. Um, however, my first 12 years of my career as an entrepreneur was... I can do everything. I can shape everything. I can I can build a different world. I can change everything around. And then my next twelve years were all about. I'm the victim of the system. I'm the. I have a problem with um, interest rates because I needed leverage for my property deals. I have problems with construction workers because they did not finish my um, buy to rent properties in time and all this stuff. So the next twelve years was always about outside contribution. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I retired at 40 years old. I said, okay, I'm a complete mess. I, I've experienced burnout and uh, I was uh, depressed. Everything was wrong. Everything was bad and so on. Uh, even if objectively we think uh, you, you, uh, you, you, you could argue that I was all about, uh, so I was set for life, but uh, just my mind was uh, crazy. So, uh, after a lot of coaches, a lot of, um, let's say, healers, a lot of uh, workers, a lot of mentors and uh, similar, I now discover that everything is fine. The, the, the world is really a nice place. Yeah. It's how we adapt to it. So if we want different outcomes, uh, we, we need to change inputs. And the biggest input in our world is ourselves because we are here in, in, in our world. Mm -hmm. And everything is subjective. So your hundred thousand pound uh, car can uh, be the nicest car in the world, or it can be just too cheap because your friend has a half a million uh, pound car. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all up to you how you perceive your environment and how you want to change it and how you want to go about it. So it, it's important that we shape ourselves and what we can do. And what I write about is uh, if. You go changing yourself. The easiest thing is to eat healthy, to take about your diet. And as, as an 
opposition or equilibrium of eating is not eating. So I'm a huge proponent for uh, intermittent fasting and also for a prolonged fasting. Mm -hmm. Because you only appreciate food if you don't eat for like three, four days. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I started doing four years ago. And I'm really pleased now that I that, 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 that I, I, I can appreciate food. Because before that, the food was just something uh, I had to do and <laughs> uh, just eat uh, just because to, to survive. Now it's I, I appreciate every bite I take. And mm. I always take time for my lunch. I have uh, usually 12 o'clock lunch. And that's the first meal of the day. And I, I, I take an hour off just to have my lunch. It doesn't matter how my schedule is. Uh, I, I schedule everything around my exercise and my food. Mm. And that is an important difference because uh, for the first 20 years of my career, Everything was scheduled around my meetings and around my travelings and so on. And now I'll just say, okay, I can't be there on Tuesday. Maybe I can do Wednesday because Tuesday I have a massage or a spa day or something like that. So it's just a bit different. And the outcomes, like in 99% of the cases, um, people can adapt. It's, it's no problem. Businesses can adapt. It, there, there's no problem. Uh, like 99% of the cases means that maybe I have uh, three to four days a year that I don't do uh, as I, I would like to and I have to adapt because of the traveling, uh, because there's a conference that can just not be postponed and uh, similar. And um, exercise is also extremely important. Nature is extremely important. And one of the things that is the easiest thing to do is how you think about things. If you are positive, positive things will start happening. And one of the tricks, uh, a lot of people talk about law of attraction. And they say, okay, you have to think positive things and positive things will happen to you. No, it does not work that way. <laughs> if, if, your, if your conscious and subconscious mm. is unified and you subconsciously believe and feel that you are worthy of something you will get it mm. if you consciously believe that you are worthy of something and you subconsciously do not believe so that's your subconscious contradicts your conscious the law of attraction will listen to your subconscious not your conscious so yeah. it's, it's same with the with the problem so there are many many ways how to harmonize your conscious and subconscious what i would strongly recommend is hypnosis the the easiest way to somehow harmonize your subconscious with uh, conscious of course there are also a lot of meditations but this all takes a uh, much longer time to, to to synchronize both of them and after you're synchronized things start developing things start happening to you mm. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, um, you know, eight, uh, eight or nine years ago, I got introduced to The Secret and I, I liked it as a story back then. I thought it was quite interesting. But so many people take the law of attraction as like the rule, right? And they think mm -hmm. that, right, I'm just going to create a vision board and I'm just going to hope and pray. And like you say, that's not enough. And the other thing that we talk about is um, taking aligned action. You know, you can't just 
set out an intention and in set, intention setting is important right you know we understand that the law of attraction does work but there's so much more to it you've got to take action as well you can't just sit back relax and hope that everything's going to work out for you because you have to do some level of action even if that level of action is just uh, surrendering to the universe right surrendering yeah, and this is extremely important then then action and inaction is uh, important uh, sometimes you 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 did all you need to do and you just need to wait to to let it happen yeah and there's a divine timing that you cannot uh speed up or or, or slow down so uh, you, you have to go and there's also a divine plan is a plan it's not just your plan that works <laughs> so it's important that you understand if your plan does not work maybe you are not aligned with the divine plan for yourself or your soul or however you want to call it yeah that's so true i see a lot of um especially women um i don't know if you see it in your world um peter but a lot of people who are hustling who are pushing who are setting really crazy goals at the re like the start of their businesses or their start of their career and you're just like you just got to be a little bit more patient you know because it's coming all in divine time and in alignment. But if you push and you hustle for stuff, then you're going to lead yourself to burnout. And um, like you said, you you burn yeah. out at age 40, you know, and I expect my, my, my experience is <laughs> that often all this hustle is just an escape. Yeah. It's it, it just um, running away from confronting yourself. And also... Mm. There's a lot of times, especially in my field where I do a financial consulting, people say, okay, I want to have a million dollars. Okay, but what's your plan to do with the million dollars? And they don't have mm -hmm. the slightest clue what they would use it for. They said, okay, I will purchase a house <laughs> or I will purchase a yacht. Okay, but <laughs> what will that change? Yeah. And there is also, I, I think more and more the internet community is already talking or discussing this. But after like, Ten thousand uh, dollars or pounds a month, nothing much changes for you. Yeah. That that is so. The, the 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 marginal contribution to improvement in your life is negligible. So when you have hundred twenty thousand job, um, then you're there. It's okay. You can have a bit more expensive house, a bit more expensive holiday, a bit more expensive car, and 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 that's it. But there's nothing you can't do with 10,000 uh, pounds per, 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 per month. Basically, mm -hmm. everything. Okay, uh, as I said, okay, you, you, you might need a bit more money if you want more expensive car, more expensive clothes. But basically, you're taken care of with 10,000. And uh, if you don't want to go to the most expensive hotel, just on, on the time you, you, uh, you choose and you, you go in a different period where it's off-season or something like that, you can go to the best hotel with the... With the that you can afford with your your uh, paycheck, mm. and you can invest all you want or a lot of things if you have ten thousand. Especially with all uh, uh, buy to rent and all these um, so investment opportunities that we have now in UK. Mm. So we we need to understand that a million dollar is or was something they all uh, would aspire to, but you don't need a million dollar. Maybe your life is can be beautiful with ten thousand uh, a month, and 
So why do you think people have this a million dollar or they've got like this benchmark that they want to be a millionaire? What where do you think that comes from? Yeah, that's from propaganda. Because mm. nobody thinks about their life. They think about what they want to appear in the world, what they want to brag about. They don't they don't think or discuss their own needs. You you don't need a million dollars. You need a massage in the afternoon. Yeah, you need a healthy meal. <laughs> Uh, you need a nice house to 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 come home, and it, it does not need to be in the best neighborhood. It's uh, if neighborhood is safe, then it's good enough. Mm. Um, you don't need a hundred thousand dollar car if you have like a forty thousand, fifty thousand dollar car. It, it, it it's it's mm. it's plenty good. Yeah. All the cars now are really good. So it's we we just need to 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 understand what we really want and take more time what we really want. We don't want external influence in our goals because that, that has nothing to do with it. And another thing that is really important, what I did when I was 40 years old, I had a bucket list of all the things I wanted to do. Mm. And I ticked most of the items of uh, that bucket list. And what happened? Uh, most of the things were complete uh, boring. <laughs> And not satisfied. It was just that they were on the bucket list. I did it and and I, I felt so empty. So, okay, I aspired for 10 years to do something mm. and um, I, I don't feel anything. So so it's, mm. so it's you have to have bucket list and try it out and uh, try it in a way that it does not cost too much money. But for for, for example, for me, it was a car collection and, and I, I, I purchased um, a vintage Mercedes collection. And mm. I, I was thinking, oh, I will go to these meetings every weekend and uh, all this stuff. And on the end, um, they were lying in my garage for five years. And uh, now I'm slowly selling them off. <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, it's a bucket list. I ticked it and it's okay. I, I want to do it. Okay. I, I've, I've tried. I, I have I have no satisfaction in that. And so even if you want a sports car, just go rent it for a weekend and uh, you'll see how uncomfortable it is and uh, you, you'll get back to normal car. <laughs> I love that. You know, what? it's so important. I've been speaking to quite a few people and some of our clients have been like super wealthy as well, but um, it's quite interesting the messages that are coming through actually that people who have had money or have money or, you know, achieved a certain wealth status is that most of them, uh, come to the decision that it wasn't even about the money <laughs> you know and a few of them are like we've given up that that life I spoke to someone yesterday who, who was really wealthy could buy exactly what she wanted and then she actually developed an addiction for shopping because mm -hmm. she had so much money and that's all she could do to fulfill this kind of void inside of her so whenever I'm teaching people or leading people I say go find something really simple to do that fulfills you that doesn't involve something like money you know go out in nature hug a tree go out and do something with your family you know do something that because otherwise you're always moving the goalposts aren't you you're like well I need to have like a bigger house or a, a better um a bad car or something bigger to yeah, increase but that's that addiction. feeling that, that, that is addiction uh, where you always have to have a, a, a higher dosage yeah and it, it makes no sense because uh, you, you can be really pleased with the picnic in a park uh, where you just go and buy two sodas and two sandwiches and you can have the most wonderful time of your life and it costs 10 pounds. Yeah. So so why would you push to, to, to get, I don't know, uh, a million dollar car or 
$5 million car, if maybe like $25,000 car, we, we, we'll give you the same pleasure. So it's just know what you want. And really extremely important where I see the biggest lack in um, all these healers community is accountability partners. Mm. Accountability partners are really popular or becoming or gaining popularity right now with coaches. And it's important that you have accountability partners. So someone that tells you, okay, what you're thinking about is a complete and utter, you know, uh, and uh, you need uh, just go try this or talk to the guy that ha uh, have, uh, sorry, has already tried this or have these cards at home. Go there, check it, and 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 you'll see that you 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 saw something in the museum, and it 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 it, and, and it was idea, and it was stupid idea because it was just uh, the the whole concept was was missed, was 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 wrong, and that is something. And appreciate that that even when you're setting goals, you can set the wrong goals, and <laughs> when you're setting goals, it's a trial and error process, mm. and setting. A vision board is nice, but not don't do it once. Do it every week. Do it like every month. I don't know how often, but what I do with shopping, I, I had also problem with shopping hmm. in the past. So now what I do, I have a special list of items that I want to uh, buy and I have a so-called back burner. And I put every list or everything that I want to buy on a back burner. So that means that the link to the shop is open on one of my computers. And it must be there from, depending on the, 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 the number, so of how high is the price. But the smallest task need to be there at least 30 days, so one month. Mm. If I still want that after 30 days, then I purchase it. If mm. not... I'll just close the tab. And, and, and that is one of the simple advices because we have this adrenaline rush. Okay, let's buy something. And, and all the advertisement and um, endorsement and all this stuff works against us, against our <laughs> sane mind. So we just need to understand that. And if we know how the hormones uh, work, that we have a spike in the hormone and then we have um, a huge decrease in this hormone. We just wait for this spike to, to, to go on. And then we'll see if that is something that we really need or it's just a desire because uh, we are just junkies for, for, for the, <laughs> the next thing. And uh, we, we just want either adrenaline spike or other hormone spike. Mm. That's beautiful. I love that point. Thank you, Vita, because I think a lot of this work is about being still, isn't it? And not being consumed by the outside world. And like you said, most people are like chasing that dopamine hit. They really want to get high on, on something, you know, and even people with money, people with money and success, often that is like a mask for them to go away and, and create these behaviors. But really the behaviors are, are pretty much the same for everybody if you don't kind of sit in that stillness like you say and and just appreciate and 
the message that was coming through from my team as well is about having like a deep, deep sense of gratitude. Like when you were talking about fasting and and how you like carve out your day to really focus on having your your, your lunch at 12 and you really enjoy it. I think that's such a beautiful message because a lot of people are just so busy, so consumed by the world getting on to do the next thing and they're not really enjoying the present moment. And if we could just take a moment to enjoy each moment by moment and ask ourselves, is this something that brings us joy or not? And then if it is, do more of it. But if it isn't, change it. You know, I always see this this world as being very, very simple. And I think humans complicate it quite a lot. <laughs> maybe maybe um, one thing that is really important and that I believe that we would need a lot of coaches or healers on that topic is gratitude. Because if you don't feel the gratitude and you just say the words out loud and, uh, 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 and affirm it and stuff like that, nothing happens. Because gratitude, only when it's honest, uh, works and starts working and, and uh, let's just say improves the, 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 the working of law of attraction. And, and I believe there's a, the, the biggest opportunity is in coaches that will help you develop uh, gratitude. But this honest gratitude, not, yeah, yeah I'm grateful for that. Ah, la, la, la. that, that is, <laughs> yeah. on, on this declaration level, that, that everything is possible and easy. However, being really grateful deep down inside and mm. feel that and believe what you're feeling. So what I, I talked about that your conscious and subconscious is gr grateful. That is an art. And this took me better part of two decades to, to, to really get to it because I was so entitled. I come from a wealthy family and everything was available to me. And the gratitude was something, of course, I always say thank you when I got something. <laughs> and mm. I was also, yeah, um, okay, that is uh, the next goal that I have achieved. Okay, thank you that I could achieve that. However, I was not grateful. When mm -hmm. I got new car, I was looking for a next car to buy. Mm -hmm. Same day. Okay, now I have uh, <laughs> this Porsche. Now I need I need uh, this. Uh, the next Porsche is gonna be a limited edition, and so on. So it it's it never ends, and and this is this is a huge problem because you don't appreciate things. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're not grateful for them, but you cannot be grateful be because you're ch chasing more and more dopamine. Mm. And dopamine addiction does not make you a grateful person. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I think I, you see this. Have you got children, Peter? No. No, okay. I've got two children. They're eight and six. And I see this. My children are like totally insatiable as beings they have no limits you know they have absolutely no limits and so you're trying to like teach them these really beautiful principles at a young age but yet they they um are so in tune with the frequency of the universe that they believe that everything is infinite you know that everything they don't even understand the frequency of money so it's quite interesting like um observing children and, and how they go about the world because they don't believe that there are any limits with with things like money. They don't understand where it comes from. Um, and they don't quite understand gratitude yet either. <laughs> That's something that we work on every single day. <laughs> Just be grateful for the really beautiful, simple things. Um, but yeah, it's quite it's quite a thing to have children. <laughs> for, for me, it's really a huge question. Is it 
so is it possible uh, to be grateful for something without being deprived of it beforehand? Mm. Yeah, I love that question. And you know what? For me, gratitude, I learned so much about money and gratitude when I was homeless. Um, just having everything stripped away from you and having to rebuild everything, you know, your confidence, your your money, your business, your friendships, your relationships, your relationship with yourself, your trust with yourself. I think from that uh, lowest point, you can really start to understand everything and be grateful. You know, I got to the stage where I was just so grateful just to open my eyes and to see the sun and to feel her warmth and just connect with that energy. But I think a lot of people nowadays have never had to be deprived like you say of anything you know maybe in some poorer countries but in in the majority of the western world most things are provided for even though people still moan about it right yeah but, but we could we could so i would propose to your listeners that deprive yourself of something mm. that is like food deprivation is the easiest thing to do you just don't eat for a day and the next meal, so like after 48 hours, next meal, you will appreciate it. And this is just a simple exercise. It's uh, same with you don't buy something the when you see it in the in the in a store. Okay, deprive yourself of the, of this item for like a fortnight, and then go and buy it if if you still believe that you need it. And this is really good exercise, and it does not cost anything. Even, even even less, uh, it will save you money. <laughs> and um, maybe maybe this is something. Maybe don't use your phone for uh, for a day or for a weekend. Just take it away on Friday and uh, store it away somewhere and and turn it off on oh, sorry on on Monday. And you'll see how much your phone means to you. So that is just a simple exercises. I love that. I really love that exercise. We're going to share that on our profile with this little snippet of you as well doing that. I think that would be very, very powerful. So um, where can people find you if they want to find out more about you or stalk you or, or what you offer to the world? Uh, the best way would be to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm most okay. active there. Um, I also have a podcast, askfoleskini.com, where I discuss um, economic reality from a more conservative point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm really not into, I, I don't appreciate every new thing that comes into the world. And I, I don't think that uh, everything has to be reinvented. Mm. I do believe if we, we would appreciate what we have now, and if we would use it in a more sustainable way, our uh, world would be a much uh, better place. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for our, our listeners and our watchers and our readers as well. I'm going to press uh, stop, Peter, and then we've got some time to have a little chat if you've got some time. Yes, sir. Thank Beautiful. you. Beautiful. I'll just stop now.